and there's rings in the hallway this week. It's back to school, finally. Episode 8, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. All right, I want to thank the Petersons today for the opening clip. They are a bluegrass band from Branson, Missouri. This is not advertisement. This is actually free. I'm not making a dime on this. I just love this group. They performed in St. Louis for my friend's birthday party on his front porch Monday night. But their normal gig is in Branson, Missouri. Make sure you go down and see them. Also, search for their video, Jolene, that has gone viral. They've got over a million hits. I love that group. We got to know the family on Monday night, and I appreciate them performing that clip for use here on the show today. All right, guys, thanks so much for being here for episode eight of the Substitute Teachers Lounge. I'm excited for two reasons. School's back in session, first of all, and I've already got a couple of sub days lined up, so I'm excited about that. But I'm even more excited because we have a special guest today, Ms. Sheffield. She is one of my uh, referee friends. I referee volleyball with her. And uh, she, she has a lot of thoughts that she can share with us today. Lauren, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? All right. Uh, why don't you just start out by describing a little of your background? You can throw in high school, uh, what you did in college, uh, a little bit about how long you subbed, what you're doing next, anything along those lines. Absolutely. I graduated from a high school in Jessamyn County in 2011, and I went straight to Georgetown College and graduated in 2015 with my bachelor's in elementary education. Since then, I've done a variety of different school-related experiences. I've been a paraeducator at the high school level. I have been an instructional assistant for kindergarten, and I've been a substitute teacher for approximately two years. I'm getting ready to be a instructional assistant level two in Boyle County this upcoming year. So I'm getting more of that certified teaching experience and I've seen school from all three angles. Yeah, that's awesome. I, 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 uh, all I've been able to talk about on this podcast so far, far is one year's worth of substitute teaching in middle school and high school. So you have a lot more experience than I do. With that in mind, do you recall any of your substitute teachers from high school and maybe what you liked? I know you didn't dislike anybody, but what you liked about their style or what you thought you could improve on even? I actually remember some of my substitute teachers going all the way back to elementary school. Okay. And yes, um, I had quite a few that were my favorite. And those were the substitute teachers that really took the time to try to get to know us on an individual level. One thing that I really strived to do myself as a substitute is make sure that my students didn't feel like I was coming in not excited about my day with them. Yeah. Because if I come in and they can see that I'm anxious, that I'm worried about if the lessons are going to go okay, if I'm going to have everything that I need that reflects in their enjoyment of the day and ultimately behavior as well. Right. 
when you transitioned over to being a substitute teacher, I mean, I've talked a lot about here on, on before that I like to have fun when I go into class. What oh, absolutely. to kind of get your uh, kids excited when they see you coming in the door? I try to make sure that I greet each one of them individually. I will already have my name written up on the board. And I try to have up there like a positive message from myself that I'm looking forward to my day with them. This is what we have ahead. Because I know that they also get that anxiousness whenever they see me too. Like, oh, great. What kind of activities did our teacher leave for us today? <laughs> right. I, I want for them to know, like, I have looked at this. I am ready. And I want you to be ready too. And I'm super excited to see you. Uh, most of the teachers that you substituted for, uh, did you know them beforehand? No, I did not. Uh, slowly, as I have substitute taught, I have gotten those teachers that have requested me multiple times. But yeah, going perfect. in, I did not know very many at all. all right. Same with me. I, I I can't remember how much of my background I've told you. I, I, gra I graduated. I retired from UK back in April of 2018, and I, I only started substituting in November. But, you know, it, it made me feel excited when I would come back to class for a second time, and and uh, they seemed to enjoy the fact that I was there. You know, and I mentioned yes. I like to have fun in class. What, how do I guess from an educational standpoint, how do you draw the line between just having fun and make sure the fun is educational? Absolutely. I try to make sure that when I look at the teacher's plans, I envision what their ultimate goal is. What sorts of things do they want the students to get out of this activity today? Right. And then I try to see, okay, is there anything that I can pull out of my personal teaching toolkit that I can add in? That way it feels more natural to me yeah. and in Perfect. turn will feel more natural to them as well and make it yeah. something that I'm achieving their goal but they're also getting to do something that I'm comfortable with and make it more exciting. That sounds good. So who is actually one of my favorite things to try to do if I possibly can. Oh, me too. Me too. We had a yes. whole episode on that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. And another one I like to use is the brain pop. Okay. I'll write that one down. Yes. The brain pop <laughs> junior. I love using that. That sounds great. You know, since I haven't done elementary school, have you subbed at elementary, middle, and high school, all three, by any chance? I have, yes. How would you compare the three? What What's different about them? Or are kids basically kids all the time, and if you respect them, they can see it? I think even more so at the elementary level, as long as you come in with that respectful, energetic tone, that they feed really well off of that. And they are the group, at least in my experience, that are more likely to go along with whatever the day may hold with you. Right, right. Now, of course, as students get closer to that middle school age or that high school age, I think they almost, I feel like they almost, dread a substitute yeah I can and see that. sometimes that 
more so a reflection on us. Right. What I mean by that is we come in expecting more of the power struggle. Right, right. With that age group than we do the elementary school. And so Makes they sense. aren't getting the same level of energetic excitement that they would whenever we go into an elementary classroom. Oh, that makes total sense. I, I can I can understand that completely. With that in mind, have you come across students that gave you a hard time? How, how did you deal with that? Uh, I have. I've come across students that wanted to engage in that power struggle, both in long-term substituting and in just regular daily substituting. Right. And what I have found personally that work best for me is letting them know that I do respect you as a person right now and I can see where your frustration is coming from right but the bottom line is is I am here in the role of your regular teacher and you are not going to continue this power struggle with me in the same way that you would not continue it with your regular teacher yeah, nice. I like it. I like your style. <laughs> see, see if you can fill in this blank for me. Substitute okay. teacher. Substitute teachers should be more what? <laughs> Understanding. Understanding. Good. Good. I like it. Uh, do you have uh, ways you reward your students? Uh, do you play games? And if so, do you? give out any kind of rewards or anything along those lines? Especially whenever I substitute with the older elementary students, that's primarily Uh where my experience is in, given that I'm elementary education certified. I try to give them a mental break time that normally would not be scheduled in their day. Because I know that that's something that, is talked about in the news that students aren't getting as much of that free time to decompress and to have that moment to kind of let go in between lessons. So in my classes that I substitute with really focus in and pay that extra bit of attention and accomplish what is expected of them throughout the day. I try to give them just five, 10 minutes of time where I say, okay, you have been working extremely hard today. And I really appreciate the level of respect and dedication that you've put in. So I'm going to give you an extra 10 minutes right now. Get up, move seats, pull out your indoor recess games and sit down with some friends right now and just relax. Yeah. That I will get up during that time and actually play with them. I'll try to yeah. float around and sit down that way they can get to see that more fun side of me as well. And they are more excited for me to come back into the classroom and will be even more dedicated next time. That's great. I I can't wait to uh, listen back to this and take notes from it because you (laughs) get some good ideas for sure. Do you get the time to go to any of their extracurricular activities? Do you think that's important? What do you think? I know we see a lot of them on the volleyball court. Oh, yes. Um, I usually try whenever I'm at the school to see if there are any events that are coming up that I may be able to go sit in on. 
it, it serves a dual purpose for me. I want them to see me out and about after school and feel like they can approach me. But I also want for the principals to see that I'm interested in what is happening in their school system. So good. they also in turn are more comfortable inviting me back. Good, good. That sounds great. Is, is there anything else just in general you want to mention before we, uh, we break up, so to speak? I absolutely love substitute teaching and I recommend it for anyone that wants that sense of dedication and going home at the end of the day and feeling like I really did make a difference because I know there are so many I guess you would say horror stories about going in and being a substitute no none of them liked me I had constant (laughs) battles all day but when you go in excited about what you're doing and you ultimately just try your best they are going to respond positively no doubt about it i I totally agree with that i I remember even the anxiety i had the first day i went in to substitute period and it was a middle school class and and i'm thinking well i'm some kind of old man that came in here to to try to occupy his time but i I, I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it by the time it was over. That yes. sounds great. Um, go ahead if you were getting ready to say something else. No, you're fine. You go right ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to say it, it, was, it was great having you here today. I'm sure I'll ask you to come back on a, on a uh, future episode when we get a few more uh, months of school into our belts. I'm hoping we'll have some good stories to share as, as school gets back in session. So. Oh, absolutely. There's always something to share. (laughs) Absolutely. So thanks for being here, and I will see you on the volleyball court. Not a problem. Thank you for having (laughs) me. I really appreciate it. All right, Ms. Sheffield. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I love that interview. I can't wait as we all move along and start getting back into school and we all have our experiences Please let me interview you, share those experiences with me. I'll do the same. I'm sure Mrs. Sheffield will do the same. Remember that you can email email me at greg at gmail.com. So I hope you've got a lot of sub jobs already lined up. I have two days out of the first four days of school already lined up, which was a little surprising to me. That first day is at a high school. I'm actually an agriculture teacher that day, so if I get asked to milk cows, I am in trouble. I think the I did a little Facebook research and found his public information, and I believe he was just hired in July. So if I was a betting man, I bet he's actually going to be there that day and maybe be in training for the school itself. So I might get to meet him. And then the other day right now, I'm scheduled for a reading teacher in middle school. I know that because I knew one of the students that was at this school, and she told me what that teacher taught, assuming she hasn't changed since last year. So I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you have some days lined up as well. There are some things that I have thought about as we're getting closer to seeing the kids again. We we want to, you know, we got to remember that just as we may be nervous the beginning of school, the kids are nervous too. A lot of them will be making new friends, the fifth graders coming into middle school, the 
eighth graders going into high school. They don't know, you know, who they will sit at the lunch tables with. They don't know what kind of work they'll be dealing with. They don't know about their teachers and they don't know about their subs. So let's be sympathetic to them as we go back to uh, school this week. Uh, Let's remember, you know, I always try to think about the teachers that meant the most to me when I was a child. I still see some of them. I still tell them they're my favorite teacher. To be honest, I don't remember many of my substitutes, but I remember the teachers that that affected me and helped me turn into be a better person. You know, these kids have to deal, go back and deal with textbooks, handouts, deadlines. Oh, my, I guess you could say. So, Maybe it's something we can work on to loosen that up. Let's not make our classrooms when we substitute all about textbooks, all about handouts, all about deadlines. Let's hope, as I said last week, that we'll have just a few minutes that we can share some fun things at the beginning and in, in ending of the class. Uh, let's hope that we can do that. Some of the things that some phrases that I've have read on various websites and books, uh, you know, some I've heard some teachers are writing on the board, if your friends don't improve you, then dump them, things like that. I don't know if I'm bold enough to write something that on the board yet, but there's a lot of thoughts that are running through my head. I spent seven months substitute teaching last school year. What did I learn from that? How can I be a better substitute teacher? I'm, you know, we're all in it for the kids. We're not in it for myself. So sometimes we just have to think, you know, does our correction for a child sound like criticism? Is there a better way we could work it? If we have a kid that seems to be in trouble constantly, are we then looking for him to be in trouble? And are we always ready to single him out? Let's just remember what it was like being a kid. I like this phrase, some substitute teachers will smell victory, some will just smell. So let's not be the substitute teachers that smell. Let's go out and enjoy those kids and teach them. And when we have a problem, maybe there's a way we can easily, I like I like the things that Ms. Sheffield said today, there's ways that we can easily uh, take care of that problem without uh, yelling, without letting it escalate into something else. I'm going to show my age here, but I have always loved the phrase that you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And for you young people that have never heard that phrase before, it means you you have a better effect and you have a better uh, possibility of winning people over if you treat them nicely than if you treat them negatively. So everybody have a good first week back at school. I hope all of us substitute teachers are learning things just as easily as we're teaching things. Let's always remember to try to keep those ideas in our back pockets that we can share with those kids when we have the time. Let's remember those little supplies that we wish we had thought to take with us. I'm a substitute teacher, but... I bought 150 pencils for eight bucks back when I was a long-term sub last year. I'm going to always have some of those. It just makes the class go more easily. 
They don't have to sharpen pencils. They're not looking for pencils. It just makes things go, go more smoothly. Let's have fun this year. Let's enjoy our substitute teaching as we head back. Be ready to share your stories with me as we move forward. So let's get this year started. I'll see you next week for Episode 9 of the Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Music provided by Ben Sound.